Welcome to the Mindful Drinking Movement podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Betancourt, former wino and hypnotherapist and life coach currently. Um, I hope you're all having a wonderful start of your February, and I wanted to take a moment. I'm sick, by the way. <laughs> I've been really sick this week, but I feel well enough to do something besides lay on the couch today, so I wanted to reach out and just um, drop a line about coming out of a dry, damp January and how you might be feeling and reflecting right now and wondering what that looks like for you moving forward into February and the rest of 2024 and into the rest of your life, really, as alcohol drinking habits are part of our lifestyle. Whether you have them or not, that is part of your lifestyle. And so to be asking yourself the question of where do you want alcohol to be fitting into the rest of your life and how you want to feel is um, really valid and timely, especially if you have done a dry or damp January this year. And whether or not that was, quote, quote, successful for you is really up to you. Did you get what you wanted out of it? Did you get as many alcohol-free days, um, enough that you feel good about, um, that you have that feeling of achievement and goal setting and, and got there? Yes, that's all super important. And um, what else goes hand in hand with this though, like checking the box of getting the days under your belt, so to speak, what is even more important than that, in my humble opinion, is how your intention of the dry or damp January was your intention to kind of like running a marathon, like just to do it, to like prove to yourself that you could go from start to finish and to use your, like to know that you have the, to prove to yourself that you have the willpower to, to do that sort of a thing, to make it without alcohol, um, which is great, right? And that gives you a lot of information. Um, but on the other side of that, there's, a, there's an intention of what did you use it for and what did not having alcohol as much as you normally would or even not at all, what did not having it teach you and show you about how your mind works when you think about it? What did you learn about your cravings for wanting it, when you desire it, what your triggers are? How do you feel not having it? How good did you feel not having it? How well did you move through stressful events without relying on alcohol to make that problem go away or to you know, ease the stress or to ease the anxiety? What did it show you on a deeper level rather than through? And if you went through 30, 31 days, whatever, amazing, amazing, that's amazing. And if you're now feeling like, well, I did that, so now what? Should I have a drink now? And is it time? For, can I drink now? That's the issue, right? Because then you don't have long-term change in your thinking if you're not also doing the self-reflective process of what do you want this to be for you long-term? How do you want to feel? How good do you feel when you're not drinking? Why not just carry that through? and be selective about when you do drink moving forward, that's an option, um, instead of now it's February 1st or 2nd and like now I can drink again, Oof, that was hard, oh my god, I'm so glad I can drink. Is that really 
going to help you in the long term. So it's just that mindset that you might want to question if you find yourself in that camp. Um, and again, there's nothing wrong with it, nothing wrong with it at all. But if you want long-term change, you have to change your thinking. You have to change your intention around why you drink and the reasons that you tell yourself that you should or would or that you would want to. All of that needs rearranging for you to be able to really have freedom to imbibe on occasion. And I say on occasion because as we know and as we experience when we are used to having alcohol and you take it away, it is so addictive. It is such an addictive substance. Uh, physiologically, psychologically, chemically, there's so many things that you have to fight against that are really beyond your control when you keep coming back into patterns of drinking. So my advice, my suggestion, or my recommendation would be to avoid creating, if you've had a dry or damp January, and now you're coming back into the year, avoid creating patterns. And so um, it's actually like a, a stage or a level of mindful drinking where you have a new pattern. So that might be where you're at. Um, but if you can, if you're at this place where you've gone a month having lots of AF days or even abstinence, see if you can create no patterns in the year moving forward. So um, I work with people who really just want like two AF days, for example. So I would work with them so they'd get like their Monday and Tuesday. And I think that's great. And if that's where you're at, that's awesome. But an even bigger like leap would be to just have no patterns, no patterns with drinking. So it's not like every Friday you get your martini. That's creating a new routine. That's cre just creating a new drinking habit. Honestly, I mean, let's, let's be real. What if you had no patterns? What if you had mostly alcohol-free days with very selective times that you drink? So you pick those out, right? And instead of telling yourself like, okay, now I get to really cut loose on this day? What if you just approach that day with so much curiosity about why you want to drink on that day, what that really means to you, what you expect that it's going to do for you, all of that. Like really ask yourself the deeper questions. Um, because I think part of the problem with like um, <clears throat> the moderation uh, modality is that it's really just allowing drinking to just be a drinking habit, but with less alcohol. It's still a drinking habit. But if you can dismantle patterns and if you can dismantle routines and have no consistency in the way that you drink, that will give you much more empower, like a sense of empowerment and a sense of control and a sense of really being your own person more instead of falling back into having habitual patterns around alcohol, which is, that's the problem, is having habitual patterns around alcohol. And that is how it sneaks up on us, right? We allow it into our lives here, there, there, here, there, and we routinize it, routinize it, and ritualize it. And that's how it becomes so embedded and really hard to pick apart and separate from our lifestyle and separate from our identity. But what if moving forward, stepping into February with fresh eyes and really 
taking in and owning everything you learned about yourself and your reliance or dependence on alcohol and what that has been and how that's not been your favorite, probably, <laughs> how you want to have that feel moving forward. Taking all of the the good things about drinking less and not drinking, taking all of that and making that feel much more normal for you, making not drinking feeling really normal and natural. And so when you do step in and out of drinking, if you choose to, a little bit here and a little bit there, you can easily come back into this new baseline part of you rather than having the baseline be drinking habitually and then taking AF days and then taking AF breaks. Which actually, that was my, that was how I was going about drinking last year, was having ritualized and like regulated alcohol-free days per week. And that really worked for me, coming from somebody who drank every day for years, and then taking longer breaks, like sober October and dry January. But what I'm thinking now is like even more potent and even more awesome, and this is what I'm personally going to be doing, is no patterns, n nothing like that. Not, I drink on Friday, Saturday or I drink X amount of times a week, or I allow myself this many drinks, or I'm experimenting with taking away all of that, all of it, all of it, and just coming into sovereignty with myself, loving how I feel when I don't drink, really just getting my hormones in balance and taking pleasure in the simplicity of life and knowing that I can manage and that my senses are working for me, my sensibility, and really getting more excited about the amplification of those things and to take drinking times very few and far between if I do. I have no plans for drinking personally. You know, my birthday's coming up. I have, like, no drinking plans around it. Um, so this is my invitation to you is to just try on no plans, no drinking plans, and just see how you feel naturally and intuitively when you come into a moment where you might feel like drinking and to just do a thorough check-in with yourself when that time comes of, like, what are your reasons? What are your... What are your rationalizations and what is the self-talk that you're having before you do imbibe. Um, I also, I wrote this um, post the other week that was kind of like my formulation of the levels of mindful drinking. So I'm going to read them to you now and see where you find yourself on this spectrum and then where within that do you, do you want to move forward. So the levels of mindful drinking according to Moi is number one, acknowledging that you don't feel entirely well and you attribute the cause of this to drinking. That's like the first realization that I ever had. The second is deciding that change needs to happen. The third is looking at the actual volume of alcohol that you regularly consume and consider reducing that by 50%. Number four is make a plan to have ritualized days every week where you do not drink anything alcoholic, a.k.a. start having AF days. Number five, when you can successfully have one to three AF days per week, try doing three to five. Number six, examine your beliefs about alcohol and why you need to tell yourself, why do you tell yourself that you need it and be willing to change your mind about what you thought was true. That one is pervasive, right, always. That should always be there. And number seven, practice going longer stretches of time 
um, AF time and expand from there. For example, 10 days, one month, one month plus, eight. Learn to love life without drinking and choose to see not drinking as an empowering choice. Number nine, when you, have, when you have successfully done all of the above, when you are free to go without it, then you are probably free to have it in small amounts on occasion. And that is more what I was speaking to this kind of level uh, at, at, the, at um, the beginning of the episode. So if you have done a dry or a damp January pretty successfully on your own terms, you might be at about this stage where you can take away the rich, you can take away having patterns. You can take away the ritualizing of it because you just proven to yourself that you can done. You can you can do that. You can totally do it. So why step right back into that? Right, that's kind of a more remedial level than where you might currently be at. And if you're at one of these more beginning levels, then you start there. You start there. There's always a place to start, and there's always a next level to get to. So honor where you're at. And number 10, look at all the evidence that highlights the danger and the health concerns of consuming alcohol and then make your choices without disregarding any of that information, right? Like when we're really attached to our drinking, we tend to want to just plug our ears and say, well, yeah, that cancers happen to other people, car accidents happen to other people, this, oh, that's so tragic that happened to him or her, oh, thank God that didn't happen to me, but no one is exempt, we're not exempt from these pitfalls of life, especially when alcohol is involved, and so to just really weigh that into your considering of when you may be choosing to imbibe. So what does it mean moving forward? It means like, what is the next level for you? What would be an upgrade for you instead of going back to what drinking looked like in 2023 for you? How would it, how can you make it look different in February and moving forward, 2024 and for the rest of your life? And to if you're on a mindful drinking path, the objective really is to just keep expanding it and making it more healthful and 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 more authentic for who you are being and who you're evolving into. Keep going, keep graduating, keep pushing it outwards. Pushing it outwards means keep pushing your bigger self outwards as you minimize drinking more and more and more and finding more pleasure in drinking less and less and less. That's really the path that um, I'm educating people on. That's like the community that I am cultivating. And I'm so glad that you are here. And I'm so glad that you're working on this for yourself. Really a life with less alcohol or no alcohol is the best, obviously. But if you can take it down and take it down and take it down, you'll find more and more joy. You'll find more and more fulfillment. You'll find more and more of you in your life. Um, thank you for listening. If you have any questions or comments or even topics you'd like me to speak on, you can shoot them to me over social media. And I hope you have a wonderful, beautiful day. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer.
That's stamps.com code program.